The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Um, before I go any further, I got our pal John Bruni coming in momentarily. I was just telling John offline, uh, we seem to be doing more and more shows at night. This is the first show in, in the three years John's been with me that we've ever done a night show. And it was just, with everything going on, I just sent him a note, and I said, you available? He said, if there's nothing going on, I'll be on. Well, here we are tonight, and I love doing these night shows. I mean, we just did one with Stevie Shanks this past Friday night. I got Kara Shaw on on um, Friday night, and I've got Steve Cotter on Saturday night. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty energetic all the time, but I even the, even the family when they're on, um, everybody just seems jacked. So maybe there's something to 6 o'clock on a weeknight or a weekend. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, first thing, deep breath through the nose, out through your mouth. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And I, I created myself to succeed. The big I, I John and I were talking offline. I've been telling him so much of the stuff I'm doing. And we're probably going to bang our heads into this a little bit during the show. Is um, it's absolutely amazing what you can start doing to yourself. How you can become so efficient. You believe in yourself like nothing I've ever felt. You're so confident. Things happen, and the way you start to rewire. I'm telling you right now, not much will shake you. And if it does, you know, this is what I say now. Every day and every way, I'm getting better, better, and better. Why? Because what that does is it shifts your mind to something else. And whatever's happened, I mean, I know there's tragic events, but I'm just talking about, you know, maybe somebody dumps a coffee on you accidentally and you flip out. I'm telling you right now, this stuff works. But what you do is you start learning it and building it from the inside out. The outside external world means nothing. And if you let it get to you like most people do, you're going to be in trouble. But you've got to listen. You can listen to anybody you want, but it's up to you to decide. Remember that. These are important things. There aren't many people out there teaching this stuff. I've got a notebook full of notes. And I want to get into some other stuff about books and all that. But this isn't the time right now. We're going to do a killer show here. Um, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. Right there is an encyclopedia of training. And the price is very fair. And like the show, like the products, buy them. Go out and tell people about the show we're doing tonight with John. The show I just did with Stevie Shanks. The stuff that's coming up with Kara. The stuff that's coming up with Steve Cotter. And it goes on and on and on. There's nobody like us. I'm telling you right now. I hear it 
all over. I was telling John, I'm not going to give Paul's last name from Wales. He said Eminem has created more stone lifters than anything he's ever seen before. Why? Because when we come on here, just like Martin Janzik said to me, you're one of the few guys that does this stuff that really does what we're talking about here. That's a great compliment, and and coming from Martin, it's a very great compliment, all right? But you listen to John and me and anybody. You go through and look at the shows and listen to the stuff John and I have put out there. It's all got great philosophy, the beliefs of us and people we know. But go out and listen to the way we train and do things. And you're not – we're not scratching the surface. Uh, you got to be out in that garage or out – with John in the gym or his cellar with his friends, all that. That's where you get the essence of all this stuff. But we are bringing you everything we can and making it as visual for you when we speak. And there aren't many people that can do things like that, believe me. If you listen here and listen to these shows with John over and over and over, I guarantee you'll get gold out of every show. Also, too, Prosperity Conscious page on FiorellaBarbellCo.com, $25, and $100. Now, look, we need money coming in here. You know, it's not a lot to give. Break those things down over 12 months. You're getting tons of information here for nothing. All you got to do is listen to it on your iPhone, your computer, whatever you want. I know guys are telling me they've got to find ways that they can bring it to work with them because they're like a Addicted to it. That's what you got to do. You do that, put some money in here with us, it goes right back into the business. It doesn't go anywhere else. As we expand and look at 2019 for some big, big things that I feel, I told John before we came on, I want to be as close to a national radio show in 19 as I can be. That's a lot to chew off in not even five years, but then again, that's my personality. I know the people that are with me are, are, are right with me in line. So that's the thing. Go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Um, as I said, John and I are out there all over. There's at least three years' worth of shows. Every show is quality. And as I was telling John, we are getting to the point where we're starting to download where I can remember people coming in here. And it's like when you get between the numbers of 800 and 1,000 downloads per show, then you might get some serious people coming in to advertise because that's what they want to know. How many downloads per show? Well, I'll tell you what, due to currency stuff the last year and a half, I've carried this place from the beginning on my back. But you talk about carrying it on the on your back now. And I thank everybody because Etched in Stone is growing. It's getting to the point where now it's like 8 or 9 to 18 a week. It's huge. Etched in stone for kids, the same way. Motivation and muscle all over. You got friends of ours like Francis Brebner. He puts out just about every show. I've never even asked him. He'll go, or quotes I do. What does he do? He sends it out to everybody he knows. And Francis has been nothing but sterling to me in so many ways. Um a gentleman I've never met, loved the show, but I'll tell you right now, you would think we've known each other for our whole life, and that is what I want in my camp. I don't want any malcontents. I don't want people to say, well, I don't know. Well, if you don't know, you need to go somewhere else. People say, well, that's cruel. 
I got news for you. Life isn't always fair, but when you are going after something that I'm going after and want to share it with all of you, you better damn well be on board because we can't have anybody that's, you know, wishy-washy here. You've got to go after it. Both barrels blazing. That's what I say. Also, too, don't forget, sign up for a free newsletter out of MotivationMuscle.com. Goes to my MailChimp account. And uh, whenever I put out content, which I haven't been real good with lately, um, you'll get it, and you'll get tons of it. Don't forget about our FPC blog. That blog's killer. I think the I don't think I've put anything up in about a week, but the last one, I believe, was the one John McKean did on um, bands and how to use them with isometrics when you're on the road. John is just unbelievable. Um, also, too, uh, get involved with advertising here. It's a very reasonable price. It's going up like everything else. Um, but you come in here now, 30 years, I will work with you. You will get a phone call from me. That's the way I do things. And if you live in the New York, Albany area, I will come and meet you personally. Uh, shake hands with you and look you in the eyes and see if we can do some business. And that's the best way to do everything. YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. And I'll tell you right now. Guys, especially young guys, there's there's nothing better than being a man, taking the leadership. I was listening to Patton on leadership. My dad, you always hear me say at the end, be a leader, not a follower. God, I wish my father was still with me in a physical sense. My father's anniversary is the 15th. Steve Cotter and I are going to be doing a, a, a lot of the show about fathers. And fathers are very important. I know we hear the rap, well, this one, that one did this. Well, yep. And and everything in life, you're going to have people that maybe just never did the right thing. But that doesn't matter. It's up to you. Shoulder responsibility like our pal Steve Jack says. And with that in mind, we're going to bring a real pal in here, too. We're going to bring John in. Let me give you a little information on this gentleman. Number one, John's a strong man, an author. Motivational speaker, pastor, and he is a former writer for the now discontinued Milo magazine. But there's years of his writings out there, and you ought to go out if you don't have them and uh, put them together. You ought to go out and get everything because John has wrote some magnificent stuff. And it's it's like it's a lot of stuff, you know, this is what we're talking about here. A lot of old stuff that still works. Um, I saw a clip. And, John, I'll bring you in momentarily. I never saw the first Creed movie. And I guess Creed 2 is out now. And I was out searching around to see if I wanted to see it. And I do believe I am going to go see it, mainly because they bring the character of Ivan Drago back from Rocky IV. I'm not going to give you the gist of it. Very interesting. His son is a fighter now, and he is going to take on... Rocky's protege, Adonis Creed, who is, you know, uh, Apollo Creed's son who Drago killed in the ring in Rocky IV. And it was very interesting, some of the stuff, um, because when the exchange is going between Rocky and they call him Donnie Creed, he's saying, well, you don't think you can beat me. He can beat that. I can beat him. And Rocky was like, no, that's not what it is. But this is a, a, a kid that was raised on hate. And basically he's got nothing to lose. Where now Creed has a, a family and things of that nature. 
And what was really interesting about it is they were kind of talking about styles, and he said, your style is made for Drago's son. And this guy is a – I can't think of what his name is. He is a professional fighter. And he made some reference uh, – Donnie made a reference uh, to Rocky because Rocky said he broke things in me that I, will, I can never fix. And they went kind of back and forth when he said about the style. And they and he, it was almost like, well, what am I going to do, fight him like you? And Rocky said, if you fight him like me, you'll win. So I, I got to go see it because, obviously, Rocky was the old school prototype. And Drago was the new, the machine. You know, all the new things, the ability to punch at the highest form you could ever be hit by a, a fist. But Rocky won in the end. We know that. So, John, I'm sorry for the long, drawn-out thing, but it's very, it's very interesting. It kind of coincides with a lot we're going to hit tonight. So, welcome to the show. It's always an honor, sir. And give out any info that I missed, websites, et cetera, et cetera. And we're going to pick up. We got crushed on the last show due to Skype. Um, and we're going to talk about gratitude, M&M style, but you're going to see an awful lot of other things tonight because, number one, John's fresh from working out, so I'm sure he's carrying that with him. I trained yesterday afternoon, and I still think I'm on uh, super glide from that. So tonight ought to be, um, let's put it this way, a very electrifying show. So take it away, brother. Yeah, I love it. I, you know, you're talking about uh, Creed, fantastic movie. I went to go see it with my family on Thanksgiving. Oh, you did? Uh, okay. Fantastic. What's interesting is, I won't give any spoiler alerts, but as he goes back to the old school training, they're out there pounding the sand, pounding things with a big sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. Um, that always has worked. I actually have a DVD out called Hammer Mania. But it's funny that, you know, some of you are like, I've never seen sledgehammer training before. I'm like, it's been around. It's just yeah. that. Things that are hard, a lot of people don't like to embrace. And so, uh, you know, I love that old school hard training. It's awesome. Um, I just got done out of the power rack doing um, dead stop presses. There you uh, go. Building nerve strength, followed by the Go Be Strong bands, the occlusion bands, uh, doing an arm workout, followed by a 1,500-meter row, followed by plyometrics and all that good stuff. You know, I – my workouts are insanity. You know how that goes. But well, let me before you give out everything. Let me say this to you. I I've seen some clips. I like the shot, especially of Rocky's hitting him with the medicine ball. Which, once again, a lot of that is old school. But when you talk about sledgehammer, was it in? I think it was in the second Rocky. Do you remember when he's in the junkyard pounding the steel with a sledgehammer? Um, yeah. You know, I'll tell you one thing. You know, they. I've been reading, obviously, with all this rewiring. I've been trying to find out anything old on Sylvester Stallone, any old articles and stuff. And we'll get into this show because I want you to give out all your info and we'll get started. But let me tell you something, folks. When he wrote Rocky, and I went and watched that fight the other night in its entirety where it was based off Muhammad Ali and Chuck Wepner. Let me tell you something, man. You talk about the genius of Sylvester Stallone. Um, and not only that, the guy had to sell Butkus, who's in the first movie, and the money he paid for him was unreal. And this guy, I don't know who he is. I'm trying to find out. He got a cameo in Rocky. Um, 
But when you hear that story of Stallone, and there's other people I've heard too talk about never, ever, ever give up. Let me tell you something, folks. When you have that type of verbiage buzzing in your head all the time, I'm telling you right now, it'll scare you how great you're going to become in whatever you want to do. Go ahead, John, because we'll get into this all the way. Take it away. Um, well, you know, yeah. website, give you out the websites and everything, brother. Well, before I got websites, you got me fired up about Chuck Webner, the Bayonne Bleeder. So, uh, yep, yep. There's a great story behind this, and I don't know the actual, I don't have it in front of me to have the actual stats, so I could be off on just a slight uh, percentage here. Yep. But uh, the whole thing came down with uh, Chuck Wepner because they based it on his life. The original Rocky, they had made a settlement, I believe, before it was released. Um, I'm not 100% sure on the actual percentage, but he could take a $70,000 buyout yep. for 7%, I believe, of all the profits. Yep. And Wepner chose the 70000 Yeah, yeah. He didn't bet on himself. And nope. See, that, that's what happens so many times. We do the, the short-term deal. Yep. Instead of looking long term and betting on yourself, you know, he thought, well, you know, my story's probably not that great. You know, seventy thousand looks good right now, but can you imagine the millions and the millions of dollars mm-hmm. that he gave up because of the short sightedness? So, you know, anybody who's listening out there, you know, bet on yourself. Yeah. You know, long term. You know, you're, you know, you're, you know, creatively made. You know, I always talk about the Bible says, you know, that uh, God has given us the power to create wealth, mm-hmm. you know, and that stuff's in there for a reason. Uh, God wants to do amazing things through your life. And so love to connect with you on Facebook or Twitter account is at Press the Limit. Um, also, hopefully soon going to be on Instagram and all kinds of stuff. We have a new website that's going to be coming up shortly called Neuropower Source. Okay. And it's going to have a lot of cutting edge stuff. I'm going to have free articles on there. Uh, in the short term, it's going to be a lot of um, cutting edge equipment that's just people, a lot of people haven't even seen before. Also, submitstrength.com. Uh, don't submit to your goals, make your goals submit to you. And that's our strength equipment store where you can find the revolver, the Go Be Strong, occlusion bands. Uh, by the way, if you're listening today, Great, greatest tool I've used in such a long time. You get 10% off as a listener today by using the code SUBMIT. Uh, all kinds of exciting stuff coming up uh, that's going on in our lives, but also in Eric's life. I mean, you need to stay tuned and buckle your seatbelt because uh, this is going to be one of the greatest years for motivation and muscle ever. Thanks, man. And I, and I really feel it. I just feel... We've been knocking on that door and chipping away and chipping away for so long. And that's why I was saying to John before we came on, go out, study people you admire. People have done great things. But in the end, remember this, you decide. Don't let anybody tell you, you got to go and go and run with it. Because you know what? In the end, anybody that's advised you or told you, and it's good to talk to people, don't get me wrong. But you got to realize it's for the long haul, and most people are just going to drop right off. Just like John was saying with the sledgehammer training, any of that. This stuff is brutal. You know, uh, and we're going to get into this, but let's get into gratitude first, John, because that's what we started about a month ago. Um, The the first thing we're going to talk about is gratitude the M&M way, all right? And it, it might have more of a little twist, but... I'll start it and give it right to you. Um, 
gratitude for me has become one of the most essential things in my life right now because I believe the thank you, the gratitude, the journal, by that I mean write, I write gratitude, things that have happened to me during the day or what I want to see in my future, dated the year. And I write it down every night before I go to bed. It might be three things. It could be seven things. It might be ten things. And what you do is you set these wheels in motion. And the more gratitude that you can keep putting out there in the universe, better and better things are going to happen to you. Now, I know when people hear this, they're going to be like, come on, will you? Well, see, this is the thing all the time with most people, this skepticism. This, you know, we, we can't be positive about anything because why? It's got to work right away. Life doesn't work right away. Nothing works right away. We talk about, look at all the years John and I have had out in the iron pile. Think about that. Does it happen right away? I got news for, at least for me, it doesn't. I can't speak for John. Do, what, do you have workouts that are just like, you feel like, oh my God, it, it, does life get any better in this? Absolutely. But you have those workouts, too, that literally sucker punch you five times, ten times, fifteen times in one session on its own. Where I've talked about it, and, I, and I'm and i one of the few people that will bring it up. Because I don't care what you think. I will admit that I've had points in time back there where I was just ready to give it up. I've even told you I slammed the door and said I'm done with it. But see, I can't give it up. It's DNA. I've said this from the beginning. And I believe now more than ever everyone's got that DNA in them. What is it that's going to bring it out of you? What is it? Is it going to be a loss of someone? Could be anyone. Is it going to be something that you saw that changed your life forever? Or maybe this. Maybe one day you were so distraught you got down on your knees and prayed to God. And suddenly, things started happening for you. And you found something now to believe in. And that is one of the biggest things that is so overlooked. If you do not believe in yourself, you're not going anywhere. And it all goes with gratitude, thanking things, helping others. But most of all, helping yourself. Because I have determined that if you don't take care of number one, you don't take care of anyone. It is that vital and essential to you. Everyone is unique, whether they tell you or not, or you are. And I say this at the end of the show all the time. If they're not with you, you've got to go out and find some people that are going to be with you better than you. I'm always looking for people better than me, no matter what it is. Why? Because then you've got to measure up some more. And sometimes you've got to claw out of that big dirt hole you're in. These are the things that we'll get in more and more. But, John, I want to give it to you. Take it away, brother. Yeah, you know, it starts out with, Gratitude keeps us from being selfish knots. Um, <laughs> so many of us are so selfish and so wound up in ourselves and yep. you know all of our issues and everything else. It starts with understanding this, is that if there's anything good that's happened to you, it didn't happen by accident. Right. It happened because you have a God who cares about you. You've got friends and family you know, that have got you to where you're at. So if there's anything good happening in your life, Somebody paid a price to get you where you're at. 
And gratitude, though, works in such powerful ways. People sleep better. Mm -hmm. They have less anxiety. They have less depression. It has profound effects on your brain and your body and your recovery. And those are all great things. But the main reason we ought to give gratitude is because gratitude is due to the people, to the God, to all the, the different aspects of life, of, of everything good that we've received. You've got to have a grateful heart. Mm -hmm. And it changes your life. And, you know, you talk about um, people worried about things not working for them. Everything's working against them. It's all in your worldview. Yeah. I, I believe there's a divine conspiracy. I believe that God is conspiring to bless us, not to condemn us. And, you know, when you start to have that different attitude, being grateful, um, understanding you know, what has been given you. And all of a sudden, as you do that, you just find you're more aware of more blessings in your life. The more gratitude you show, I'm not saying you necessarily have more blessings, you're more aware of blessings. Yep. And the more aware you are and the more awake you are in those areas, the more things, you know, begin to be developed in you because um, you can be trusted. I mean, just gratitude is just a powerful thing. But I find so many people, you know, when we're depressed, it's because we're all wound up in our own stuff. Yeah. And gratitude gets us out of our selfishness and helps us to think not only of God but of others. You know, we need to be grateful for so many things. Some people are like, well, I've got nothing to be grateful. Were you able to get out of bed today? There you, you go. Yep. To step on? Yep. You know, were you able to live? Are you, not, you have a house? You have a roof over your head? You got a car to drive? You got a job? You know, any one of these things should be gratitude because there's a whole lot of people around the world that don't have the simple things that we have. You know, one of the, the blessings I've had is to travel the world and to be in a lot of third world countries. And I've shared this before, but one of the greatest gifts my parents gave to me and my brothers is each one of us, we were sent on a missions trip yep. because our parents want us to understand how great it is to live in the United States of America, how much we have been blessed with. And to teach us that gratitude and also to teach us to give back. Yep. And I want to tell you, there are people around the world living on so much less. They have so much gratitude than most of us here today. You know, And we, we just got done with you know Pearl Harbor. Yep. Uh, it was just a few few days ago. You know, Think about the tremendous price that's been paid for our freedom. Yep. You know, I just think it goes on and on and on and on. And so... It's something that you need to learn to do, and it's going to help you to grow. And, and I find that a lot of immature people are filled with ingratitude. Mm -hmm. That one of the ways you'll know you're starting to grow as a person is when you start showing more gratitude. So I'll throw it back to you there. No, I, I totally agree with that. And there's a couple things, but I'm going to roll this first. Whether you believe in Christmas or not, that's up to you. I I Christmas. I mean, I put my tree up Saturday, the outside of the house, all that. Why do I go to that all that extent? Because people say to me, "Well, geez, you know, all that stuff you do outside and all that. It's an awful lot." I'm said. I always say to them, "I love doing it. It makes me very happy. I take great pride in my home. I take great pride in myself." And they'll kind of look at you like, "Huh?" Um. This all goes with everything that's going on here. But Christmas, you talk about being thankful. Holy cow. I mean, and if you don't get, forget about all the, the presents and all that stuff. If you're attuned to the world, you don't feel that buzz in the air. It just feels great. Christmas music, great. 
you know, and I've probably heard every song, who knows how many times, but I never get tired of them. Lately, I've been really into Puccini, which it's a lot of it's the Italian opera and stuff, and, and they do a whole thing with Christmas. I'm telling you right now, when I listen to that stuff, I've said this since I began listening to it probably about five years ago, and I listen to a lot of brutal-sounding opera. You know, I'm, I'm a guy that loves metal to begin with, but that stuff is just as brutal. I mean, you hear the way they're playing, and you're like, wow! I mean, just it feels like it hits you right between the eyes with a big, fat sledgehammer. And I was listening to it this morning, and I said to myself, when I die and go to heaven, I think that's the music that's going to be playing on the way. And it was that's the way it felt to me when I was listening to today. Not that I'm going to croak. That's not my point. But this stuff is not only just power, but you feel it. It's got heart to it. I mean, like, it's something that I want to listen to as I'm marching to go get the Husafel Stone. It has that type of power. Power. It turns on all those mechanisms, all those DNA, those whatever they say, the the length of your DNA is how long you're going to live and all this. You know what? That DNA, I'm telling you right now, I'm changing all over my body. And it's been proven mental thoughts, when repeated, When positive, the way I'm talking about. We got into this with Stevie Shanks the other night. I said, I can't tell you how many times when I felt like I was going down, I'd yell Steve, Jack, and Anthony DeTillo out like I was being stabbed to death. And you know what? Every time I succeeded. Now, don't tell me their spirit and their energy is not in the air. If you heard the noise that comes out where I train, I told people before, my sister, we've known each other our whole lives. My sister said she was afraid to come up the driveway. That's 95 feet. So my point is this. Christmas is pure gratitude. If you never thought about being grateful, it's time. Go to that place. Buy a notebook or buy a good hard book that looks good. Tomorrow morning, start your gratitude journal. I'm telling you right now, by the end of the week, next week, there's going to be a big change in your whole personality, your persona. And another thing, too, and I'll give it right to John, which frustrates me to no end. The other day, well, there's a couple things. I wrote one piece of it up on Etched. And it was all about how people thought lying and it is now acceptable and I was like how far are we lost now how how broken are we that you you feel you can lie to someone and it's all right okay I'm going to leave it at there you can decide for yourself but that's not my game then secondly they're all going berserk about depression and how you know people aren't treated fairly um how we should have this and have that. You never hear anything about contributing. And then, to kick it all off, we have to get into the politics. Everything is political. Everything. I can't stand it. I, I don't ever remember in my lifetime all this nonsense. And it said, so many people feel disenfranchised that 
they're suffering from depression and they need something to get them straight, you know, and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm saying to myself, God help you, man, because eventually who is going to help you? I said, you probably don't. I know some people do suffer from that. I'm not minimizing that at all. But the majority of them aren't suffering from. You know what they're suffering from? Laziness. They ought to get out in the gym and get their ass kicked to them. But instead of encouraging and having people set goals, and John and I, John said it too, help people, offer solutions. We do it all the time here. John does it, I'm sure, in his own businesses. He's also a pastor. Same thing here. That's what you need to do. As my pop always said, take the bull by the horns. Because I'm telling you right now, you're not doing yourself any good. And the more, what did I talk about? Rewiring. The more you keep rewiring yourself as victim, I'm down. I can't find anything. I can't find anyone who loves me. You know what's going to happen to you? You're going to eventually just disintegrate and you're going to be non-existent in this world. There's so much out there to look forward to. I don't care what they tell you in the news or your damn phone that's in your face 24-7. There is an awful lot of good life out there. And I'm telling you right now, get into some power rack. Get into some stone lifting. Get into some sandbags. For God's sake, just go out and start walking again. It will change you. It will change you. You know how many people said, oh, I'll never go and lift a stone anywhere. I'd love to find a percentage. I'll bet you... At least 25% of all these people that never said it ended up going and lifting stones. Never, ever think that you can't do something. But I will tell you this, with this type of training, it is the most brutal training you could ever imagine. And a lot of it, I'm just speaking for me, is solitary. So if you need somebody to hold your hand or pat you on the ass and tell you how great you are, you might run into a wall. It's all yours, John. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I believe that depression is very real, um, but there is a path out. Yep. And, you know, the big thing is I went through my own seasons, you know, where I was down, and one of the things you start doing is, first of all, stop looking at yourself. Right. You know, start seeking out what is God trying to speak to me during this time because we all have seasons of highs and lows. Absolutely. Start helping other people. That was the big thing is like, you know, I got to stop thinking about what I'm going through and start helping other people. And, you know, getting out of that, you know, what was me syndrome really helped by seeking out who can I help out? You know, who's got it worse than I do right now or who's going through a, a season where I can encourage them or help them being generous, yep. prayer, and then exercise almost always has a magical effect on your mind. And uh, I tell you what. When you go out and you have these hard, hard workouts, you don't really have time to think about anything else except nope. what you're doing. You're going to get injured. Yep. Because the difficulty level is so hard. You know, when you're pushing yourself to the brink, you know, it's like if you're not focused, you know, you're going to get buried. Yep. And uh, it, it's it's a big, intense thing. So I just encourage everybody to do that. You know, it, it's get out and do some exercise. Get out and help somebody who. Who can I help? Get your mind off of yourself, and you would be surprised at the miracles that start happening in your life. Then rewiring your brain. You know, one of the things I've done for years, and I'm uh, starting to get back into it, 
is making self-talk tapes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. people think this is crazy. They walk by my office and hear all these affirmations that I put on. Now I've got them on my phone. Um, but things that I want to tell myself because I'm programming my brain for positive or negativity every day. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the conversations that you have with yourself. I don't know who had the quote there. They said the conversations that you have with yourself are the most important ones you'll ever have in life. Exactly. And it's so true. Yeah. Take it away, brother. Well, I'll tell you, and you talk about things like that. I, I was talking about every day and every way I'm getting better, better, and better. Or one of the things I say constantly. Now, this is what I'm talking about, about good things you're putting into yourself. I could get up, I usually get up at 3.15 to 3.30 every night to go to the bathroom. And when I'm standing there, all that's going off in my head constantly is this. I can I can have, be, and do whatever I want. Now, when recordings like that are going off constantly in your brain, even when you're standing there half out at 3.15 in the morning, you're making strides. And these strides are vitally important in every facet of your life. You're not... Look... I've met enough people in my life, and there's nothing wrong with them. But they want 9 to 5. They want 37.5 hours a week. They want a pension. They want their three weeks of vacation and their sick days. And really, basically, the hell with the rest of the world. You know, as long as I can go out still and have some beers on the weekend or go fishing and all that. Well, there's nothing wrong with any of that. But... I don't relate to any of that stuff. I could sit and talk to you, but that's not my style at all. I, I've become, and I think I've always been this way. It's like, it's like full speed ahead, and I wear people out a lot of times. Not not intentionally, but my attitude is so driven, and there's so many things I want to do in out of the gym, in and out of the business that. There's not a lot of time for a lot of other things. And I know people said to me, well, that's kind of selfish. It's not selfish. Because once this thing hits to the point I want, there's going to be so many things that we're going to do to organize and help people even more. There's a lot of things I've got written down and up my sleeve I want to do. But if you don't take care of yourself first, meaning your health, paramount, I don't do any of that stuff. Also, too, with your health, you are creating a livelihood. You are creating this dream, this creation that you planted between your ears. And every day you water it and nurture it and talk to it. And people think that kind of stuff is like off the wall. Blah, 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 blah. Look, life to me is never going to be black and white. Um, Life is, like I said, you're going to get sucker punched an awful lot. And it's up to you what you want to do with it. Myself, I know what I want to do. I've never been more sure of what I wanted to do in my life. And you'll always hear everybody say to me, what if it doesn't work out? There are no what ifs about that. It, it has to work out. That's the difference. Okay? That's why you talk about wanting to do something. But that 9 to 5 is a lot more attractive to you. Why? Because it's something that's going to always be there, unless you do something and, and get terminated. But for the majority of people, they can stay there for 35 years, 30 years, whatever, retire, 
usually the average lifespan of retirement is about three years. You drop dead. I'm not living like that. As I said, I want to be squatting 250 at 100 years old, and that's the end. I drop. I'm dead. Do a full squat. It's all over. That's what I want to be. I want to leave a legacy. I want people, when they hear our shows or when we put products out, you know, when you read old stuff like by Doug Hepburn or Anderson or anybody, you know, Reg Park had some great stuff out, the Tillo, and it's still relevant. They left something that, you know, all the old Iron Man by Perry Rader, gems everywhere, everywhere. That's my mission. Let's leave something behind. Hopefully someone is going to take these two businesses and keep running them. Because as Walt Disney said, the only way you're going to be magnificent, and you know Disney's still around, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, always keep shooting for your goals to become bigger and bigger where you're never going to attain them in your lifetime. But when you do things like that, you're going to keep reaching up. You're going to keep walking up. You're not going to be down on your face saying, oh, woe is me. That's none of it. I can't have any of that. I don't have time to have days like that anymore. And I don't want them. So what have I done? Everything I'm telling you here. It's all yours, John. Yeah, you know, you got to decide, you know, what what do you want to leave behind? You know, I love the legacy factor. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you leaving behind that the next generation can stand on your shoulders and move forward? Because let me tell you, and this is one of the things that gets me about gratitude is, you know, that greatest generation, mm-hmm. they sacrificed so that we could stand on their shoulders. I, I look at where I'm at in my career. It's because somebody sacrificed for me, mm-hmm. said, you can stand on my shoulders. I want I want you to go further than I went. And that's what I want. I want my kids. I want my friends. I want uh, generations after me to be able to stand on my shoulders of the things that I did and so they can go further and farther. But it all comes down to what's your, what are you living life for? Are you living for yourself? Are you living for others? Are you living to live a legacy? Do you want to make a difference? Um, I was just having a great conversation with a guy the other day, and we were both conferring on this simple fact. Um, there's a great book, and it's called Halftime. Yeah. And the book, it basically talks about this. The first half of life, you're chasing success. For the second half of life, you want to chase significance. Yep. And that's what I want to be. I want to do something that's significant that makes a difference in people's lives. I, I'll tell you what. And this kind of swings back into physical culture for me too, John. Um, I was telling John a lot of things offline. I'm not going to get into a lot of it. You know, I already talked about Anthony DeTillo and obviously Steve Jack. But I, the, I said this on one of the shows. I think it was last week or the week before. It was pretty cold out. Didn't really have much heat. And it was light snow, and I love all that. And I was doing, I've been doing a lot of stuff with the stones, the steel ones. Not only walking them, but one of the things that's very powerful with those stones is cleaning them obviously standing straight up and then front squatting them and holding them usually for like a count of five which it's not easy when it's that cold because i don't know how to describe it 
obviously you can't use anything that would adhere to the stone. It it's it's it would freeze. And you got to be very careful with what you wear on your forearms because a flannel shirt a lot of times will feel almost like talc. They get slippery on that thing. So what do I always do? I go bare armed. Now, when it's like 29 degrees, it's pretty cool, but I got a shirt out there to throw on if I want or not, but it's a conditioning form. And of course, you'll hear the whole deal about that, but it doesn't matter. So I was standing out there not even thinking, or at least not in a conscious level, I thought, and I let the wind just blow through me, it felt like, and I listened, and I listened, and I don't know what, if anything, I heard. But it, it was something I'd never done before. And I was doing that stuff between sets. And I just kept thinking to myself, what am I absorbing from this wind right now? And in my head, it was strength, power, and the ability to hold on to that stone. And I got through every set with it. It wasn't easy, especially the last two, because I'm loading every set. But the point of the matter is this. You, I, John, everybody, has an awful lot more within ourselves that we never tap. I don't know if I'll ever tap everything I've got. But I got news for you, man. I'm on like a DNA fireball right now. And I'm doing everything I can... They call them telomeres. And I'm going to get into a lot of this stuff. I know probably a lot of people haven't heard it. I know John has. I'm really up to some pretty uh, wild things. And it's manipulated me mentally in a way I've never been either. And I'm doing this on purpose. And basically, it's like everything. How much can you take? Can you take a lot more? And what will you do to get to the destinations you want to get to? Do you want to get faster? Yes. Do you want to get stronger? Absolutely. Do you want to become more powerful? Yes. Do you want to make decisions like snap of the fingers? Yes. The only way you're going to do stuff like this, especially when you have these goals that it could be anything from the biggest squat in the world to the biggest deadlift in the world to the biggest stone you lift in and run 50 meters with it like nothing this is going to take a different style and i have said it before i'll say it with john because john will understand john mckean who to me is one of the greatest minds i've ever met in physical culture and you know everyone knows that we're working together doing a lot of things that i've never even heard of some of these movements we're doing a lot of it's based off Dr. Ziegler, York Barbell, Bill March, et cetera, et cetera. And I decided to do all this stuff mainly for Iceland. And really, uh, probably a lot of people wouldn't take a chance on this because I've talked to people that say, I don't know, it's a risk. I like risks. And we talked about it a, a moment ago, John did. If you're not going to take a risk on yourself, who's going to take a risk on you? That's very important. So I'm, I don't want to say it's a crossroads or anything, but I am doing a different style of training than I've ever done to train for anything. 
very harsh. I mean, we talk about the isometrics, as we call them, the pushes, especially with the squat. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, one hold of six seconds, because Ziggler and them used to say ten, but after going through it, it was determined that really six seconds is the hold. Six seconds equals ten reps, folks. And when you're moving massive amounts of weight dead stop off the rods into the second set, four inches above, it's, they're going to be slow coming off to begin with. But to hold something like that is monumental. And the reason, one of the main reasons besides I love, I just love the test. Are you going to win or am I going to win today? But here's the thing. After I tore that bicep, and that was my fault, obviously. I, I, I have a whole different idea about arm work now, wrist work, hand work. I've I, I talked to Frank Civitoni and all these different people about it. And really, the, the hands, the fingers, obviously the wrist forearms are, are, can be a real weak point, and a lot of people find that out. But the main thing with this was not only to become bigger. I mean, there's no point of doing stuff if you don't want to get bigger. Ligaments and tendons, bone. I believe when you build that type of stuff, and we talk about erectors, as Perry said, erectors is going to be the winner loss when you, whenever you lift anything. I, I'm on board with that totally. I came up with a new way to do glued ham using bands where literally they are isometrics, where the bands could be so heavy I can barely even move them and hold them. It's amazing what's going on. John, go ahead, because I could go on for another week, but take it away, brother. Whole point is, let's go out, you know, as we enter this season right here. As I'm thinking about, you know, we're entering a new year. Yep. Let's finish this year strong. Yeah. And I want to just challenge all the listeners as we kind of tie all this together. Yep. You know, we're in December. We're crossing into great things next year. You know, I, I think God's got amazing things planned. I know it's going to be one of the best years M&M's ever seen. The influence level is going to be off the charts. But let's choose to finish this year strong. Yep. No matter where you're at, wherever you're starting today, choose to, you know, and even tonight, if you got time for a workout, let's finish tonight. Let's finish this year strong. Uh, let's be stronger physically, you know, so I want you to challenge yourself, whether it's, you know, you know, d- discovering a new kind of exercise or bringing up a weak point like your erectors or something else. So let's, let's be strong physically, mentally, you know, try to read a book that challenges you this month. Find something that's out of your comfort zone that's going to stretch you a little bit. Spiritually, go out, you know, this month as we as we finish out the year. Spend some time in prayer and growth and whatever spirituality looks like to you. Stretch yourself a little bit. Go a little deeper. Go a little farther. Physically, emotionally, we talked about those things. And then finally, uh, relationally, go out and reach somebody, you know, who can you help this season? Who can yeah. you unselfishly what can you give away? Something that you can't receive anything in return, what can you give? And if you'll do those things, you will finish the year strong, and you'll have momentum. We talk about momentum a lot. Yep. You have momentum that's going to accelerate your goals in 2019. Hey, John, let me ask you this. I know we're getting near the end and stuff, but obviously, obviously you're a leader. You're a man of the cloth, all of those good things. But – let me ask you this. What has physical culture meant for you? You've been 
you've been training for a lot of years like me. How, what, what, what is it? I mean, can you sum it up uh, a, a sense? Because I know a lot of people have a hard time with it. But what has this journey through yourself? And it's not just the lifting of weights. It's everything you just said prior to me asking you this question. What has physical culture meant to you? Well, I can say this. I had a conversation one time with Marty Gallagher, who's yep. one of the greatest you know, coaches of all times. And for me, there's a spiritual aspect to the weights. Yeah. Uh, when I go down there, whatever the workout is, it's a discovery about myself. It's a spiritual time of communion. Um, it's a digging deep time. And it really is life-changing. I mean, it's a form of meditation to me. And sometimes, you know, for some people to say, well, how can it be meditation when you've got, you know, heavy metal blasting out, you know, your eardrums and you're screaming and yelling? It's a different kind of meditation, but it is. Yeah. And uh, it has changed my life. And I don't know where I'd be without physical culture in one shape or form. You know, it has really shaped me into the man that I am today because it carries over into your work ethic. It carries over into your mental aspect. It carries over into every area of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why these shows are so important is, you know, we're, we're, we're creating the strongest version of you in every aspect of your life, yep. not just lifting. Yep. No, I agree. Um, for me, I love is the only thing I, I, there's a lot of things I could say The test, the, the ability to keep bouncing back all this. But you know something, too, John, is I took the biggest tragedy of our family with the loss of Jimmy, and look what I've turned it into now. And it was because of that, because of muscular dystrophy that scared the life out of me as a kid that created me to start going after it. Obviously, we talk about the Incredible Hulk. People don't realize these are things that are life-changing. Um, I never would have had the guts to go after and build not one company but two. Quit in 80. Well, basically, it was to go work somewhere else for 80000 plus. I never would. I, I had enough. It was time to go and do something that I believed and, and to test myself and see what I had put together all these years in that gym that at the time – Maybe it wasn't the right time, or maybe I just didn't have the guts to do it. Well, I found it, and I found it quick. Physical culture, like Steve Jackwood Stones and Jimmy, my brother, I owe it all to. And it's been a ride that I don't regret one moment of it, even the tear and everything. Um, As the great Icelander said to me that day, you now have a permanent scar you'll always wear from Iceland. At the time, I was like, they're crazy. And now I sit and look at it, I couldn't be happier. Did I want it to happen? Absolutely not. But you know what? As they always say, and there's truth, life isn't always fair. And these are the measuring sticks that decide, and you decide, are you coming back or not. This is what John and I are trying. Well, we don't try here. What we are succeeding with with everyone This is why it's so important you bring your sons and daughters in here. This is why it's so important that everything we do here just keeps getting translated all over the world. I'm telling you right now, I know there's a lot of shows out there, but there is nobody that rings the bell like we do. And you know what? 
You're starting to see more and more people discover us. You get notes that are, I didn't even know you ever existed. Well, you do now. Tell 10 people you know. That's one of the big things here. Tell people you know. Get them into us. Get your kids into it. I, you got a guy like John and I. John and I could do a show on anything. And we're going to do some kids shows next year. Um, we need to bring you aboard. John, um, summarize anything. Give out all your info. I'll give mine and hang on the line, and we'll get ready for 2019, brother. Yeah, I said just finished off every area, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, relationally, spiritually. Get after it. You know, accelerate those games this year and uh, go after it. Love, again, to connect with you on Facebook. Um, Twitter, be looking for new websites coming up and submitstrength.com, pressinglimits.com. And again, um, if you're really interested in any products, but, you know, we, we give the best deals, but especially to our listeners here, um, if you use the uh, coupon code SUBMIT, you can get uh, 10% off of the Gobi Strong bands. And uh, that will take, you know, I'm all about things that make your training harder. You know, so if you're interested in those bands, uh, you're going to get a 10% discount for being a listener to this podcast. Just use the coupon code SUBMIT. Eric, as always, it's a blessing to be on here. And if people listening, if you're getting something out of this, put something into it. You know, make sure it's you donate motivation and muscle. Donate to Eric. Um, again, if he's blessed your life, be a blessing to him. And uh, great show today, brother. Thanks for the kind words, John. It's always an honor to have you here, too. We do some magnificent stuff. Um, This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Don't forget a few things. If you'd like John and I to do a specific show, and I'm telling you right now, if you got kids, I'm going to be putting a product out next year with with Maggie and Danny. And by the way, I congratulate my niece, Maggie, who started sixth grade this year. She was the top student for her grade. She um, had a 97.8 average. Tops through the whole sixth grade. This is the stuff these kids get at home and get from their uncles and everything else. You spend time with them. And it's very interesting what they want me to build for them and stuff. I, I just love it, and I'll get into it more and more next year. But congratulations, Maggie. Uh, I'm so proud of you, and I love you. I love you to death. Um, also, too, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We're on Spotify. We are on Google uh, Podcasts. We can get You can get us in your car, AHA. That's AHA, 24-7. You can get in there. Um, also, too, if someone seeks you out in the concrete jungle or the gym, five words will inspire you. Also, too, sage words from my mom. Never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through. John and I talked a little bit about depression, but this is a very tough year for people this time of year. Um, you know, we had big loss with my father, but, you know, my father was the kind of guy that would basically, you know, like when Rocky had the thing with Mickey, you know, get up. I didn't hear no bell because Mickey loves you. Well, same thing with my dad. My dad would never have said, you know, obviously you're going to mourn, you miss him. But the old man would have said, I'm going to kick you right in the behind to get you going again. That, That's not his style. That's just the way it is. So think about those things. But you never know. So be kind to people, especially now. 
Also, too, um, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it. Uh, let's see. If you're going to uh, squat, press, pull, hit it. Also, if you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. The Great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher says in blood red, domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. Also, too, no one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I hear your shows and listen to them, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. Well, it's more like a tidal wave, and it gets higher and wider, my friend. Frank Klein, my greatest college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Also, too, winners never quit and quitters never win. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. Also, too, um, John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever. Um, He would walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best day or worst day. I guarantee you'll get a grin from ear to ear. Um, Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell 100 or more of your friends are coming because we won't kick your door in. We will blow the roof off your house. And I mean that. Um... Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And I don't know many people that would say it. And before we say goodbye to John, remember this. You're all winners, champions, and you are unstoppable. And never let anybody tell you anything different. So that's the way it is. John, great show. Honor to have you on, brother. 2019 is going to be all of our years. Eminem is going to finally bust through the stratosphere, and away we go. So, obviously, Merry Christmas to you and your family, and I look forward to another big year with you, brother. Thank you. You are welcome. So, for John Bruni, this is Eric Fiorello. This show will be up tomorrow, but in the meantime, go out and do something great. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.